coming up on this week's episode of RSVP. Literally like hundreds of thousands of bats fly out from under this bridge. Things were seen that day that could not be unseen. It was just like you were in a Pinterest board. Starting to question if maybe you're a masked vigilante in the events industry. Did you ever think you'd be saying excretion on this podcast? It's time for a little RSVP, the show full of rants and stories, visions and pains and so much more with special guests and fun galore. Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams, confessions and everything in between. So sit back, relax, pour a wine or whiskey, get comfy, cause it's time for RSVP. Hello and welcome back. Yes, welcome back. That means we're officially a podcast now because we have more than one episode. The pilot is done and dusted. You hopefully really enjoyed it. And now you should have subscribed and you are a committed member of this journey. If this is your first episode and you're just listening, I will explain. RSVP, it stands for Rants, Stories, Visions and Pains. And these are all the things that we're going to share with you from the perspective of event and travel professionals. This podcast is brought to you by CNIT Magazine, and I am Callum Delieto, the editor of said publication. But we need you. You are the real winners in this, okay? So we can't have great content. We can't have great confessions without your input. So please do get involved and email cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. That's cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. And please don't forget to rate and subscribe and just hold up. Rate, subscribe and virtually promote us. RSVP. I'm going to stop there. I've I've smashed it. You can call me the acronym king. I mean, that is pretty much the only value I bring to this. Um... I'd also like to say a big thank you to Sam McNeil from Song Division, who's responsible for our jingle and also is going to wrap up the show with a beautiful little ditty that will remind us of everything we've learned. So I'm here today with Elle Klaus, who is a creative event planner. She is the co-founder of Event First Steps and is also a former CNIT A-lister. Hello. Hi. That's a very modest hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Yes, good, good, good. Thank you for joining the second ever episode of RSVP. Thank you for having me. Um, so it's interesting actually because uh we've met at many of events, um, particularly at the A-list fam trip in Bergen. So many a good time has had there. You have a a knack, shall we say, for finding the after party. Yeah, I think it's actually a top skill, to be honest. I feel like wherever you are, whatever you're doing, this should always be scope for going somewhere afterwards. And if that is me that's leading the charge, then I'm happy to take that on. <laughs> you will take on that responsibility. And to be fair, in Bergen, you did. So, you know, kudos. I can I can honestly say you uh, you, you managed to find the most random club 
in the whole of Norway. Yeah, you're welcome. This has also happened before. We finished a like three or four day event in Lisbon, and then the production team and the catering team, um, we were going out, and someone jokingly was like, "I bet I was going to find some hip hop karaoke or a hip hop club." And yeah, I did in Lisbon, and we had a great time. <laughs> the R in RSVP, shall we say, is your opportunity to rant. Okay, for you to get on your soapbox, to get something off your chest that bugs you in the industry that you think needs addressing, what is it for you? It's not like a rant, but more just like I'm kind of jealous is when you go on fams or when you go to events, like obviously we're all super busy. We can't go to every single one, but there seems to be some people that are always there and always living their best life, traveling around the world, whatever fam you go on. And I just want to understand what job I can get where I can just go on fams consistently because I wish that I could do that. (laughs) I feel like that's sort of a jealous rant, but also kind of like an indirect sort of poke at certain people saying, do some work. Is that what you're saying? I feel like these people must be doing hard work to like maintain their jobs that let them go on these fams but I'm also like I wish that I could go on that many fams a year and experience all the amazing things that they do okay so the next part of RSVP is your chance to tell some stories um, and to relive some of the best experiences you've had in the industry or even you know in your personal life so to kick off what is one of the best experiences you've had of a destination? One of my favourite experiences is actually because it was so surprising. So when I used to work for an industry association, every year they had like, um, you know, one global conference. And this particular year it was in Austin in Texas. And I was not really expecting too much of it. I was excited to go because it's like the music capital of the world. But I just, I wasn't really expecting too much. And um At the end of the final day of the conference, everybody kind of met up for drinks and then went their own way. There was this one place and I can't remember the name of it down the main strip and it had like live piano. And then when you went to the rooftop, it was completely open. There was a DJ and the whole group ended up there by chance. And we were partying on this rooftop till like three, four in the morning. And it was just like the best experience. Um, And that I feel like that's my favorite destination experience just because I didn't expect it to be as great as it was um and then there was like you know the bats coming out under the bridge that was really cool we went to this like cowboy boot shop which had like these trillion different types of cowboy boots in bats as in like bats flap flap bats yeah like bats so the bats come out every night at sunset and like literally like hundreds of thousands of bats fly out from under this bridge and it's bit freaky because bats are a bit weird but it's actually really beautiful and were you not afraid that then one would just accidentally sort of flap into your face or your hair you've got quite big hair <laughs> yeah that could have actually been a problem I didn't think about that at the time but um yeah that that is a flag for anyone who's thinking of going yeah that that's the first thought that I had and I don't even have like you know I've got short normal hair but yeah I was <laughs> instantly thinking oh and I don't have normal hair okay I'm offended <laughs> What about hotels? Like, what's the best experience you've had uh, at a hotel anywhere in the world? I mean, this is a memorable hotel story, but probably not in a good way. I don't know. I don't know if I should say it or not. Definitely say it. Definitely say it. (laughs) 
Um, I don't want to. I don't want to at the hotel. But it was it was a really really stunning stunning hotel in Marrakesh. And again, like the design was meticulous. Like it was so aesthetically pleasing. The rooms were beautiful. It was just like you were in a Pinterest board. Like it was amazing. And on the first day, we had check in and then some meetings. And and when I came back, I went into the bathroom and there was a cockroach on the side. So I'm very scared of like insects. Like extremely like not here for them. I turned the glass upside down over this cockroach, but like at the end of the four days, it was still there. And honestly, I was like calling room service. I was like, I was skirting around the bathroom because I didn't want to go near it and it did not get moved. And it was such a shame because the rest of the hotel was so stunning. But honestly, I have never experienced like, yeah, just the level of like, yeah, yeah, we'll come get it. And four days later, it was still there. It was awful. I love the idea of you just like back up against the wall as you go into the bathroom every time. Honestly, I could not do it. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been a spider. But then I, then I was thinking, do I do that like paper under the cup trick? But that would have been a shambles. So I just have to leave it. I love that also bats, millions of bats flying around you from under a bridge and you say, hmm, beautiful. And then one tiny little cockroach in your bathroom and you're pressed up against the wall, petrified. What about like a food experience? What's what's kind of the best food or restaurant uh, experience you've had? And it doesn't have to be, you know, Michelin star chef situation. It, it can be, you know, something smaller boutique uh, down an alley somewhere. I think my favourite food experience, I went to um, Naples last year and I spent like three or four days there. And essentially I just spent the whole time eating, put on about 12 stone. And I went to um, one of the oldest and most famous um, pizzerias, which was beautiful, but it was like chaos to get in. Um, like you had to queue outside, take a little bingo ticket number. Luckily, cause I was traveling by myself. They just put me on this table with this random guy who he could speak like broken English and I could speak broken Italian. So we kind of like were sitting like, two centimeters away from each other, barely communicating. Um, the menu had like two types of pizza on it and you can either have water or beer and that was it. And it came to like eight euro, but honestly it was incredible. Two types of pizza. Yeah, so you could either only have um, just like the tomato sauce and some fresh basil or you can add cheese and that's it. But it's super famous and the pizza is to die for and it costs like literally nothing. Um, and on that same trip, I also went to Sorrento and this is a little bit more bougie, but I accidentally like, not accidentally, but I just, because I'm vegan, I have to do a little bit of research normally when I go somewhere for the things I can eat. But I um, found this place um, overlooking the sea and I just, I was really hungry and I was quite tired. So I just, I didn't even check the menu and I just went in and I was just going to have a salad. And um, I asked the guy and he had like this seven course vegan menu, including dessert. And like, he brought out everything. Um, and it was just a really like cute experience. That was really, really special. The next section of the podcast is here for you to kind of paint the perfect event, you know, to use your imagination, let it run wild. Okay, I'm talking any location, uh, you can have any speaker, dead or alive, you can have any form of entertainment. If you can imagine it, it's yours, right? This is your dream event. Well, this would be cool as an influencer event, but really I'd want it for like me and my friends and family because I think it'd be amazing. So... The location would be Wadi Rum in Jordan, 
so you'd be in the desert and like at night you can see all the stars and the sunset and the sunrise would be beautiful um and the food would all be kind of like sustainably sourced and like plant-based and just very good for you so you're just like kind of at one with nature vibes but then for entertainment I know there's no budget limits, but I mean, it's going to be a lot, but everyone would suggest like, you know, their favorite song and their favorite artist, and they would come and perform. So you're in the desert, you're living your best life and then your favorite artist is there. And then obviously, you know, this probably doesn't need to be a keynote speaker for an event for my friends and family, but let's say there is. Um, And I've said this before, but I would love Tupac as a keynote speaker, just because I feel like obviously could throw in a little rap you'll hear one of his classic songs but also he's just super intelligent and when you hear videos of him talking like from back back in the day I just think there's so much you can learn from him I feel like he's super interested and to be able to have a conversation with him have a bloody Q&A session with Tupac little campfire session I feel like that would be amazing that actually sounds so good that's like Coachella 2.0 like you you've just upgraded uh that I I really like that that sounds incredible I'll let you know when it's live you might get an invite thank you I appreciate that to be fair though with the with like hologram technology and things like that they've already brought sort of the dead back to life on stage and things so you could probably get Tupac at an event I mean obviously budget budget would be steep but it could happen it could happen I think it's just the fact of like just being able to interact with them and just like being able to understand how they think. What song would you want him to rap? Mm, Do For Love. I love that song. Tune. (laughs) I wondered how far you were going to go with it. (laughs) So the uh, final letter of RSVP is pains and it's where people write in and they share their pains uh, their most painful experiences their confessions um, anonymously because they're just too ashamed to put their name to it so I'm going to read you a confession and uh, I kind of want your views on it really is it is it serious serious no it's not serious serious okay great so if I laugh it's acceptable okay (laughs) okay so A few years ago, our company was asked to organise a large outdoor event for about 600 employees of a well-known outdoor retail brand. The event was a festival-style gathering to bring everyone together, celebrate the success of that year and to showcase the company's new products. The proposal was approved, planning was on point and all the logistics were sorted. However, as the day unfolded, quite a few things went wrong. Here we go. It's always my favourite part of these confessions is is the build-up because you're like, okay, what's about to go down? So, on the first night, after all the amazing festival fun, our guests started to make their way to the sleeping area, which housed the new tents the company was launching. Earlier that day, everyone had been provided with their own tent, all set up and ready to go. The trouble was, all the tents looked exactly the same. And when you have 600 guests who have been drinking and roaming the site until the wee hours of the morning, no amount of numbered zones and colour-coded signs are going to help. Already this sounds like a logistical nightmare. Also, you can imagine the drunken banter that was going on. Hit for it. Everyone who could find one grabbed a flashlight and helped usher all the guests to their rightful tents. This is just the beginning, by the way. During the second day, when heads were fuzzy and bellies were not so jolly, to our absolute horror... The tanker for the portable loos decided to flood. Oh my god. 
Oh, no. A large section of our once delightful field was swamped with the waste of 600 people. There was poo everywhere. The smell was unbearable and things were seen that day that could not be unseen. Day two, you wake up to this. At some point, you're going to be like, am I being punked? Is this a test? What is happening? (laughs) I can't think of anything worse. Like, I've got quite a sensitive nose to that kind of thing. And honestly, no. It's a no from me. It must have been quite pungent, to say the least. I can smell it. I, I, I don't know if you... I can actually smell it. It's it's a lot. It's it's also the fact that the uh, the tanker broke on the second date when, as as they said, the, the bellies were, were not so jolly. <laughs> I'm glad they added that note in, just so we can really understand and picture it, given that visual. <laughs> yeah, just, just so you knew that on a hangover, you had to then experience that. The confession ends. No matter how good your planning is, sometimes shit just happens. That's a nice moral. Just also imagine like one, the client feed, the guest feedback form. And then two, when you're in the client debrief and they're like, okay, so challenges did we have to overcome? Remember that time that the field was a shit show, literally. (laughs) (laughs) There seems to be a theme currently at the moment and it's to do with bodily fluids. And I'm trying to avoid that. So if anyone's got any confessions that doesn't involve some sort of excretion, um that would be great (laughs) did you ever think you'd be saying excretion on this podcast (laughs) no i didn't especially not by episode two as well but hey we are where we are well um thank you so much for being a part of this uh it's been an absolute pleasure to have you but i will note to keep cockroaches well away from you i think i think that is the lesson there also, go check out the Bat Bridge. That's what I'm saying. I, f- I feel like the origin of, uh, of Batman, his whole story falling down a well and being surrounded by bats and him getting scared, I feel like for you that just wouldn't phase you. Yeah, have you seen me in the same room as Batman? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you also wear a lot of black, so uh, starting to question if maybe you're a masked vigilante in the events industry. <laughs> That's it for another episode of RSVP, the podcast brought to you by CNIT Magazine. And again, a massive thank you to L. Klaus for joining us. But don't go anywhere just yet, because Sam McNeil, the UK General Manager for Song Division, is about to wrap up the show with a beautiful little ditty on all of the things that we have learnt. Until then, please do remember to rate and subscribe, get in touch, promote this podcast, tell your friends... Tell your relatives, tell anybody you know on the street and get in touch. Email us your confessions. Don't worry, they're completely anonymous, but I want to hear the juicy gossip. All you have to do is email cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. That's cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. Until the next episode, play it, Sam. Thank you, Callum. Here we go. Whether it's a rooftop or a piano bar Someone's gotta find that after party Elle's living the best life, the best life that she can She dreams of floating from fam to fam Let Austin take you by surprise They got music
music, boots and bats as far as the eye can see. And there's nothing wrong with Marrakesh Unless you don't like keeping cockroaches pets If you're looking for food that's second to none Yeah, head to Naples, there you can put on 12 stone Let's party in Jordan from dusk till dawn Showing down on food that's all sustainably Above. He can ask you all, hey, what would you do for love? You better pray that you don't need to lose. You might find yourself wading through a swamp of blue. No matter how well you plan, you just don't know when things might turn into a real shit show. Perfect event is for what we all long But it's so much more fun When things go wrong 